Welcome to the Bite Size Fitness Show, where we talk all things fitness, nutrition, and habits, and break them down into smaller, more digestible, bite-sized pieces of content for you to enjoy. My name is Sean Biker, and I am your host, and in today's episode, I'm going to be giving you my five most underrated exercises, at least in my opinion. So this episode is best watched on video on YouTube, but if you are listening on the podcast, that's okay as well. If you do need any sort of clarification, just check out the video to see what each movement looks like. So number five, we have a core exercise called the stability ball push-pull. What you're going to do here is you're going to get into a plank position on a Swiss ball, Hold that plank position and then simultaneously push that ball away from you and then pull it back in. You'll notice that the farther you push that ball away, the more challenging it's going to be. You're trying to prevent your lower back from arching and your hips dropping. So this might not be a beginner friendly exercise. So if it's too challenging for you, what I would suggest is start with the low plank. So just mastering that basic plank. And then if you can do that plank comfortably, see if you can hold a plank on a Swiss ball. If you can hold that plank on a Swiss ball, then you can start with short range of motion movements and progress from there. Although the plank exercise is great, it's what we call isometric, meaning you're holding a movement. And when we're talking about core strength and stability, it's important that you're not just able to hold a movement, but also control and resist movement. And the Swiss ball push-pull gives you a little bit of everything, and it's just a fantastic core exercise. And all you need here is a Swiss ball, no gym required. Number four, we have the landmine row. The landmine row, you're going to need that landmine attachment. You can also use a T-bar row instead. So you're going to straddle that barbell. You're going to stand up, get into a hip hinge position. Make sure you pull that barbell back towards the anchor. This is going to really help create stability and leverage. And one of the main reasons why I love this exercise makes it a lot safer than a barbell row or a double dumbbell row. Once you're in a hip hinge position, you're going to engage your core and you're going to pull that barbell towards your chest. The plate should be just below your chest and then allow the arms to extend. So this variation is also going to allow those shoulder blades to move through a full range of motion. So you're going to go from that protraction, so the shoulders coming forward, and retraction, bringing them back. So you should really feel this exercise in your lats and mid-back. If you're feeling it in the lower back, then maybe this exercise and variation is a little bit too advanced for you. Use a machine or go single arm instead. In general, I think rowing is going to be beneficial for most people. Most of us tend to have a forward-leaning posture, so our shoulders come forward, our back is kind of uh, hunched a little bit. So this is because our chest and shoulder muscles are really strong and tight, and our back muscles tend to be weaker. So doing more row variations is generally a good idea, and this one's one of my favorite that I don't see enough people use. Number three, this one's kind of a variation. I don't know the name for it but it's like a step up, except if you can see, what you'll notice is I'm really emphasizing the step down. And you can see my trainer and my little dog bubbles just making sure that my technique's on point here. But the key is to be able to control that two, three, four seconds on the way down. The higher the elevation, the more challenging it's gonna be. So the the variation that I'm using right now is a pretty high elevation, which is gonna be advanced for a lot of people, and I'm using weight, which you don't need to do. But the reason I love this exercise is because It is great for building lower body strength. It is great for building lower body muscle. And it's also a great prehab and rehab exercise. It's going to be able to identify and correct any sort of imbalances you have. So if this variation is too challenging, which for most people, it probably will be, you can use a stepper instead. So use a stepper, a much lower elevation and use no weight just to use this as like a test to see where you're at. See if you can control the descent. Super important that you're able to control it. So you should be able to balance if you wanted to and then just tap the ground and come back up. So we're looking for a few things here. Number one, see if the heel comes off the ground. 
You want to try to keep that foot flat. Number two, see if that knee caves in. You want to make sure it's tracking over the toes. And then number three, watch if the hips are caving in or shifting either side. And just in general, see if there's any instability, if there's a little bit of wobbling going on. The more stable you are with this one, the better. The chances of you getting injured is going to be much lower if you're able to do this one with good form. So the reason I love it is just because you get so much for it. You get the, the ability to build strength and muscle, but you also get to work on some of those weaknesses and imbalances. So if you're not at that level yet where you can do the 24 inches or 34 inches, start with a really low stepper and remember to focus on the descent, the step down not the step up for this one. So number two, we have the dumbbell snatch. The dumbbell snatch I really love because I think it's important that we train explosively. And it's very difficult to do, to do so without a very technical movement or without a very high risk for injury movement. And I think the dumbbell snatch is a really good uh, variation that incorporates all of those things. And the reason I think is explosiveness is so important because as we age, our muscle fibers that are responsible for explosiveness don't fire the way they used to if you don't train them. And then what happens is if you play a recreational sport and you go from doing no explosiveness to doing something really explosive, you're going to get hurt. So it's going to be like a hamstring pull, torn ACL, torn Achilles. You don't want that. So it's important that you train explosiveness, especially as you age and you want to do so in a safe and effective matter, manner. And the reason I love the dumbbell snatch is because you can scale it. You can start with a really light weight. You can start with a slower speed. You can kind of adjust your own arm path. So there's much more room for error that, that you can kind of play around with. And it's less technical than a barbell snatch. But then once you get comfortable, you can start increasing the weight. You can start increasing your speed. Because remember, for explosive movements, it's important that you go heavy and you go with speed. If you're doing any sort of explosive movement, try to do so in the beginning of your workout rather than the very end. So this exercise is great for explosiveness, it's great for strength, but also gonna really get that heart rate up. So as we start lifting, a lot of people focus on going really slow and controlled all the time, which is great, but you don't get enough cardio. You don't get that heart rate up enough, and this exercise is gonna do a really good job of just giving you everything. And then number one is the humble farmer's carry. I hate using the word functional exercise because it gets used way too loosely, but this is a functional exercise. Just think about how many times you pick something off the ground and walk with it, whether it's your groceries, whether you're picking up your kid, whether any sort of object that you're moving around with. So any carry is a good idea. The farmer's carry is the most simple and the easiest one to perform. Very easy to adjust so you can make it easier or harder based off the weight and the duration and you're gonna work your strength, you're gonna work on endurance, you're gonna work on grip strength, which is associated with higher mortality rates. And it's just one of those exercises that translates so well into regu regular everyday life. Really good test here if you are intermediate or advanced, see if you can do half of your body weight in each hand for a dumbbell. So if you're 200 pounds, grab a 100 pound dumbbell in each hand, see how far you can carry it. 30 seconds is good, anything over a minute is excellent. Most people won't be at that level yet, so don't worry. Start with a lighter weight and see where you can go from there. But in general, if you can, you wanna go nice and heavy during the farmer's carry as long as you can do it with good form. So it also works almost every single muscle in your body. There's really no downside to doing this exercise, which is why it's number one on my underrated list. So hope this, uh, this list was enjoyable for you guys. Let me know what your underrated exercises are, and I'd love to hear it. I'll see you in the next video.